हेलो एंड वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ बातों की थेरेपी टू एंड दिस टाइम आई एम यूजिंग माय पॉडकास्ट वॉइस एंड दिस इज दैट आई हैव लर्न फ्रॉम पीयूष दैट यू कैन बी सिकेटेड इन वेरी जेंटल द स्पोकन एंड यू डोंट हैव टू बी ऑल लाइक दिस हा हा यू नो सो आई एम सॉरी आई जस्ट स्पॉइल्ड द इफेक्ट आई एम सो सॉरी बट वेलकम अगेन टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ बातों की थेरेपी टू and today we've got a very special uh, person uh, very special to me definitely personally because he's somebody who has mentored me uh, since i was very very young i mean not very young as in i'm i'm middle age now so very young to me is like late teens and early 20s and somebody who has mentored me and somebody who is to blame pretty much for me being in the profession that i'm in uh, this is my friend and my mentor and somebody i call bhaiya even now uh, even though that term is not in use uh, or in sophisticated use anymore <laughs> this is uh, uh, manish shrivastav he and he directs uh, bollywood movies uh, one of which i have acted in so <laughs> this is going to be an interesting conversation for sure um, for sure i mean uh, he is a very good director except uh, he has a rotten taste in um, supporting character actors like me <laughs> but other than that i can't see a uh, downside to his work so before i introduce manish uh, let me say hello to my stalwart partner in crime piyush hello piyush how have you been yeah, i can't change my podcast voice i can't go even a deeper baritone i think that's that's good enough for me <laughs> so for sure but again uh, one 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 thing to point out i know bhaiya is not a sophisticated word but emotions to aise aata so i think I, i'll i'll why not yeah yeah of course why not i mean for me it means somebody an elder brother so that's how i see uh, yep. you know manish yep. but anyway um, after all that uh, suspense uh, let me introduce <laughs> manish shivastav hello manish how are you hi everyone oh, it's so good to be here yes we must tell you that uh, this has been an earth shattering beginning to this uh, recording because <laughs> as soon as we started the first take of this recording uh, manish Uh, who's in delhi told us that there is an uh, earthquake happening so this is literally an earth shattering recording yeah, and i'm blaming sandeep and his clap for that i think it's his <laughs> it's him who's doing it not not anyone yes we can all blame him <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. why not why not okay um so i mean we've done a little bit of back and forth before we started yes. so um let's get going piyush let's yep. get started uh, you have a question for manish and let's get started on this chat earth shattering yeah. questions i've asked it to every every guest that we have had on the show is like how would you okay. introduce yourself well yeah i have uh, been involved in this media industry for almost 30 years now uh started working uh, as a uh, yeah i uh, my first uh, trust with making was uh, when i was 15 years old and uh, a friend of mine in he had his uncle who had gone to us and he had left his vhs camera uh with him yep and so once we had that so i'm talking about this way back in 85 so once we had that camera we decided to make a film as so, you should <laughs> at that time i had no clue about anything about film making and i had no idea how to write a script how to shoot something how to edit something in case if there is some something called editing and uh, we just went about um, it was a gang of friends and who got together and we wrote some kind of a script and we started uh 
shooting that film. We shot for four or five nights. And uh, after that, it, uh, and yes, none of us was very serious about the aspect of filmmaking. It just ended up being a party and a party after every night. But somehow, it, uh, it is something that I knew about myself, that there was something about the aspect of it, about the idea of it that fascinated me very much. And uh, even though I was not an avid film watcher in childhood, of course, there used to be Sundays and once a month or something like that, that our parents used to take out, take us out for a movie. And then when I was in hostel, there was hardly any movie that we used to see at that time. But uh, I somehow kept on getting more and more involved in the idea of filmmaking. And uh, somehow, I guess it was my father who gave me a final push that he bought me a ticket to Bombay and he said, why don't you go over there <laughs> and yeah. uh, do something of what you want to do. And at that time, I was working as a stockbroker, a subbroker to a, a brokering firm in Delhi Stock Exchange. And I was doing quite well for myself. But I had realized by then that it was not something that I was going to do for the rest of my life. Right, right. So mm-hmm. I just went over there. And then, of course, there was a journey that I started working as an assistant director to yeah. uh, kind of B-grade films with Mithun Chakravarti and Ayub Khan. I must say, I have been to one of those shoots. So when I first went on my own to Mumbai in, I think it was 97, and uh, Manish was uh, assisting on a movie called uh, Apne Dampar, ja- I think. Jane Jigar. Yeah, Jane Jigar. Yes, it yeah. had uh, Mithun and Jackie Shroff, I think, or Jackie Shroff in it. Jackie, I remember Jackie, Jackie Shroff in any case. And it was the shoot of a song in Filmistan Studio. Hmm. And Jackie Shroff was wearing this neon green shirt. <laughs> and only, only that man could make a neon green shirt look cool. Yeah. So we, Jackie, I met Jackie him Rock. and... Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I got an autograph that time. There were no cell phones or any selfish business. It was all uh, this thing. He says, I actually needed it for a friend of mine. But he says, who is this for? I said, it's for my girlfriend. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. He wrote something nice on it and gave it to me. And that was my uh, introduction to Bollywood. And that is also thanks to Manish but here. That's, that's all quintessential 90s. And Manish, I'm going to get to one point. Like, I think you mentioned something about gang of your friends starting to you know write something mm-hmm. this was 85 for you this was yeah. 2005 for me when oh, I, okay. <laughs> I i'm not joking like it's it's, uh, it's okay. there is on youtube there might be a a shitty movie called or a shitty video called the art of making a documentary where oh. me and my friends three o'clock in the night mm-hmm. again we were like in 11th grade or something sitting around mm-hmm. a balcony and talking about mm-hmm. okay what should we do we have a camera we have few people. We, it was like after our board exams. So we were like very chilled out. What do you mm-hmm. want to do? Let's make a movie. Let's make something. So we started doing, doing, doing. We started collecting things. Same thing. Right? Like this, we partied more <laughs> rather than working. <laughs> but then that's how all my other friends went into some other directions. And then I moved into in post-production. Like went more into mm-hmm. editing and all that. But that was yeah. my first. So it is so relatable, right? Like imagine after <laughs> what two, three decades, <laughs> same thing happened where we found a camera and then we did the exact same thing. Oh my God, this is so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess you, you, when you have passion for something and get us like stories kind of converge together. And yeah, exactly. Similar stories. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, so Manish, um, I mean, I think we interrupted you in your, uh, you know, 
description of your journey so um, <laughs> so you've been now you've got to bombay which is the uh, you know which is where all the action happens uh, uncle told you agar ye karna hai to phir thik se jaake karo and we sent you off i still remember uh, i think we were i was in 12th and his younger brother mayur uh and i were very very fast friends and i still remember he used to stay uh, he used to be at home and then suddenly he was gone and he's in bombay and he's making movies and all that so now you've come to the karma bhumi uh <laughs> how how was it then because filmmaking obviously must have changed uh completely from those days um when it wasn't even declared an industry you know under the uh, eyes of the indian government it was it was it has still very unorganized sector there was the funding was coming from various places and nothing was really industry you know it wasn't a professional setup that way uh, as we consider it today so how was that journey how was it you know in that age and that time of making movies uh, to be see, working see, then see the thing is this that uh, uh, i think uh, it is uh, it was in a sense kind of better than what it is today okay because oh, wow. because uh, see for me the filmmaking is a very individualistic art and you of course you need a team and everyone it's a, it's a collective art in that form but it is actually a individualistic art so you end up making something that you want to make mm-hmm. so over uh, at that time there was that opportunity to do that Mm-hmm. uh making right. a individualistic film of course india they were not making great films and uh, <laughs> that individualism was also very uh, limited in its appeal right. uh, because they all had this idea that they have to cater to uh, 8 to 10 year old child when they are making a movie and that, that that's right. that, that that is a dialogue that i have heard quite often so <laughs> but at least they were trying to make a movie in which they believe them mm-hmm. right today it is uh, it has become more of an assembly line product right mm-hmm. uh, more of an industry formulas actually are there. formulas are yeah there. yeah it's, it's 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 more like ki how do you how can you market something mm. it is when you when you go to a studio or when you go to a uh, individual investor also you get the first thing that they want to know about after hearing your line that one line pitches that okay how are you going to market this thing so hmm. it is all about uh, marketing and everything of course see can give filmmaking is a very very expensive hmm. right uh, so for it's, it's a very expensive thing and uh, making a small budget movie which, which you call very small budget movie okay we are making a movie of 2 and a half 3 crore rupees that's a huge amount of money to most of yeah. the people Right. Yeah. Right. Around the world, it's yep. not only right. in India. It's around the world. Two and two to three crore rupees is a humongous amount of money. So, getting to that situation that you are going to spend that two three crore rupees and uh, recover that money somehow mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. definitely a difficult decision. But uh, on the other hand, in the even the assembly line products have not been able to do that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That you can see yeah. nowadays. especially this year in bollywood it's been oh it's been crazy I mean, man at least the first few months have been a bloodbath dude got first 6 to 8 months have been really bad like like and yeah, people yeah. were pinning their hopes on brahmastra like that was again we are varying from the conversation but that was true right like people were like if this movie goes then whole bollywood goes off for a toss like that was that you no know, see i mean it's very relevant because 
despite all the analytics and despite all the you know target audience research and uh, what has worked in the past and trying to uh, formalize and right. codify the uh, formula uh, that was that was there in the 90s 80s 70s whatever mm. to now but what we're trying to do is codify it by analysis even then there is it's still uncertain so right. what is i mean you were still you probably had a better hit rate in the 90s than you have today despite mm. all the analytics that are involved in this so what has really changed except the fact that now you're paying data analysts and marketers <laughs> more money to do this rather than before and, the posters banate the creatives you have a team of creatives that is going to choose right what they're going to make <laughs> um, i've been seeing spoofs of uh, various shows where somebody is trying to create a show for netflix and it's all algorithm driven and despite <laughs> that uh, netflix has like what a 10 15% hit rate uh, yeah. and disney a little bit better because it does superheroes and this that and the other right. and, and so on but otherwise all these analytics all this um, making creativity by committee uh, mm-hmm. still hasn't made things any more of a sure shot than it used to be earlier you know uh, unless yeah, yeah, you, you uh, see that per- per- percentage in india is Uh, has always been dismal. That hit and miss percentage. It has always been dismal. Mm. In whether it was those individual producers or whether they have been corporates, and it, 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 I think it is something like this that they are trying to ape in into what the culture of Hollywood is, perhaps. But uh, I because I have worked in a couple of Hollywood films and I have uh, interacted with people over there. I I think the major difference is the kind of work culture that they come from. right is very different from what the people in india have right. and they are very honest in what they are doing so i think in the unless there is that sea change of mind of the people who are working over there uh, till then it is uh, not going to work out yeah uh, piyush i must say uh, before uh, you know manish is very well placed to comment on the difference in working style of indians uh, how india it's done in india at least in mumbai right. as compared to abroad because he also assisted uh, gurinder chadda in uh, bride and prejudice oh, wow. as well I, yeah oh nice yeah and i worked on the film called looking for comedy uh, with albert brooks albert brooks is an actor director uh, mm. he's in uh, he was introduced to jody foster in taxi driver <laughs> oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah. but That's... he has made quite quite a lot of movie and uh, if you would remember the triangle ghost things drive right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was the uh, villain in that movie Oh. oh i okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah, i think albert brooks I, i if i see albert. him i'll know him for sure i think i'm very yeah, bad yeah. with names sorry but yeah for no, sure. no, of course i have worked with him that's why i know his name and so again on the same question this is something that came up to me again i've i've heard about this i've read about this in interviews as well like the art cinema scene that was that was called in 80s and 90s and that was usually the small budget films and like you know highly passionate mm-hmm. people working for themselves and trying to do something has that Correct. moved a bit more like with these ott again coming in from an outsider from a little bit post production world has it mm-hmm. changed a bit has it like shifted to more commercial now like because of the ott platforms there, there, there is no art cinema scene oh, see okay. art cinema scene is in get a still that individual filmmaker who can make a film on his own and put it out there now oh, okay that is the only uh, art cinema scene and there are no art cinema stars 
because okay. any actor who has become even slightly recognizable he has got so much work on the ott platforms and everything that right. he is definitely not going to forego his money to work on a uh, passion project right and if he is good then he is demand like i think i have couple of we have good examples right we have our uh, later fan khan as well who started off yeah, yeah, right yeah. doing mm-hmm. these small roles then moved up nawazuddin siddiqui pankaj tripathi yeah yeah nawaz again ye nawaz charges 4 to 5 crore rupees for a movie in yeah, exactly. yeah. the project but yeah, I mean, he, he definitely wants to win an emmy so he's looking right. for that kind I, of work. but that might free him to do it as well right because he's like again you do one commercial film and then you have your passion projects that you can work with as well right like that's something i don't remember who was it who mentioned something specific i again bad with names can't remember but they'd mentioned that i do these commercial films so that i can film i i can push my passion projects as well that works yeah i mean uh, that is uh, some somebody that uh, we've worked with manish and i uh, uh, nasiruddin shah oh yeah he has course. done that yeah he has done that from way back when i mean he does uh, uh, you know all your shambhanigal type films and your ketan mehta mirch masala and all that but then he will also do a uh, a karma uh or he will also do a uh, mohra <laughs> yeah today <to laughs> make some money so that he doesn't have to worry about that aspect and that is not the only thing so he'll do maybe a film like that every 2 3 years to make right. sure that his mortgages are paid and everything uh, i don't know whether nasiruddin shah has mortgages <laughs> you know but you getting my point you know he that is bills are paid but then he will also do a lot of interesting projects nowadays then you'll see the nasiruddin shah uh, popping up in the most unlikely of places uh, because he now has the opportunity to do it and he doesn't have to think about uh, you know where is the next paycheck going to come from yeah. so there are a lot of people who do i mean forget uh, nasir even more mainstream actors like kamal hasan they also do some things like that he will do a commercial film and then he will make his own uh, which is a slightly more cerebral or like, more expressive of- actors are doing that like you have rajkumar rao again i i bring because these are good actors right i love nick pankaj tripathi i am a huge fan of his and then yeah, he, yeah. he picks up small projects and you'll see him popping up some random place you you know you'll see that yeah um, but, but but you have to understand that those small projects are still studio bank of course okay right. so yeah. he's getting his fee and he's getting his so even if you are mm. doing a small project a passion project it has to be studio back otherwise right. it doesn't work right. so in this can i take an example of there's a movie called tumbad that came out like couple of years ago and this yeah. guy did like from everything like i think he was the whole and soul of the project that could be a passion project where he spent like 5 years he would not get money he would stop he would try to get some money then shoot some bit and all that so i i'm assuming See, that might be not uh, there is a movie that has just come out called kantara it's a kannada okay. film okay and uh, yeah. it took something like 6 to 7 years in making because of course they didn't had funds and everything right right and uh, it is a massive hit massive yeah. hit in kannada language and it has an almost 100 crores in hindi wow yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's uh, it's re- it's one of, it's the most talked about movie right now mm-hmm. in india uh, i mean because uh, you know of whatever uh, it's it's supposed to be an amazing movie and i don't know whether we'll be able to watch it here kannada even among regional films kannada is a slightly lower down the pecking order although it's coming up really fast mm. uh, but yeah it's something that it's very similar i think in some ways to tumbad also all uh, right okay i'll take a look at I- I love these kind of films right like even though you don't understand the language you don't understand but the again passion project 
you you tend to relate to it you look at that film and like i again i'm coming back to tumbar because i've seen that film it had some obviously issues with visual effect understood yeah come on it's it's a passion project you don't have you don't have money like brahmaster to pour into it so know, it's okay but it it is done so well that you're like no fine i don't care i like mm-hmm. the film it's a good film so i think it's the same probably with that if it took 6 7 years they went with it the passion project mm-hmm. that they would why not i think we'd love to check it out yeah yeah um so if i may i think we got off into more of a philosophical discussion about filmmaking but <laughs> right. if we come back so uh, to your journey you landed in mumbai say i think it was in 94 nine, uh 94 94 uh, uh, i landed in mumbai and i started working on my first like 95 yeah. yeah so your journey from there and how was it like living that you know i have also assisted in i have assisted you so i think my perspective will be very different from you know you um obviously you haven't assisted yourself <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. I, i i think it is much more about the sense of involvement that you have in a project that you really don't see i'll i'll give you an example that uh, uh, when i first started working as an ad in films and of course there are always things that okay a phone has to be kept like this or a prop has to be kept like this and it is dusty so please clean it so in the initial time and i would uh, hesitate in gets like in that's art department job but then the right. friend of mine uh, who was uh, my senior ad over there and told me in why are you waiting for this person to do something in get a zero project also in why don't you do it so again it it was a slow graduation to the process that okay you realize that it does not matter ki whatever jobs whoever has a certain job in the if you are involved in a project you are involved in everything basically literally getting your hands dirty to get work done yeah yeah, I, yeah. yeah makes sense mm-hmm. yeah so manish your journey in the 90s and how the working environment was different very specifically what your experiences were in films like jani jigar and apne dampar and so on you know that you assisted so they, on they, they they were fantastic experiences and i have no complaints against them per se uh, i started working with a director called uh, arshad khan he uh, had previously done a movie called uh, aadmi hmm. that too with manjeet jagrati and uh, i did three movies with him they were apne dampar and uh, daragiri and jane hmm. jagar so per se it was in of course in at that time we used to shoot on film and the edit used to happen on stain back and the post production process was completely different there were no computers on the post yeah. post <laughs> it was like everything was physical <clears throat> right uh, and uh, uh, if uh, you make a mistake and you let the film run too long somebody is going to scream at you <laughs> because stock <laughs> is very expensive yep. you yeah. can't for that stock so uh, all those things were there but uh, otherwise the process of the filmmaking per se was similar only in gave at that time also they it was not that they were writing scripts on the set in gave they had a script but uh, of course there were changes that used to happen and they still happen today so uh, other than television i think they has still happen today because television has this unsaid rule that you can't change a word but uh, uh, otherwise it get does read uh, happen Mm-hmm. the my problem with uh, doing those films was the kind of films they were mm-hmm. 
So they, they were very regular films. It was nothing to say they were bad films or good films or anything. They were very regular films, revenge of dramas and all this stuff. And uh, <coughs> they had a very set pattern of uh, uh, going about things at that time. And uh, I, I, I always have this thing that uh, if I start on something and then I at a certain point realize that uh, okay, this is not what I wanted. So I move on. I move right. on. So it, the, that, that's what happened to me in 97 that I decided that I'm going to move on because this is not really my cup of tea because I hmm. don't want to make these movies and I don't want to be part of these movies. So I uh, joined an ad agency and there was an agency called Headline and there were a couple of more agencies, The Maker and Synergy and all those. It was like three, four agencies that I started working with. And I started working on, on ad films, which kind of opened my mind about the possibilities of filmmaking because uh, uh, over there, there was a very set technique of how things were done. Hmm. And right. uh, once you get into ad filmmaking and music videos and stuff like that, then you start to see the po- more possibilities, at least uh, technically speaking. You start to see more, of course, the narrative was very minimal and it was a good time. And then uh, the people at Headline, they offered me a job. Okay. So I got, uh, I agreed to that job. And uh, uh, I think it was in 99, 2000. And uh, for a couple of months, it was very good. It was like a very steady income and everything. And yeah, that time they were paying me 20,000 rupees a month, which was big amount at that time. Yeah, still a lot. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, but six months down the line, I realized that if I keep on doing this, this will become my comfort zone. So mm-hmm. I can't afford to do that. Right. Yep. So I told them that I'm going to quit this job. And they were like very puzzled. About what, why do you want to quit the job? And my dad was very angry. And he said, got such a good job I, <laughs> in the industry that you love. <laughs> but but uh, for me, it was always that if I get into this, then I won't ever be able to do my own thing. Right. Yeah. So, I actually can speak to that because um, and I've seen a lot of people that I know in my uh, network as well who've done this. And, you know, back in the day, in the early to now people come here to do television or do OTT stuff and all that. But earlier, everybody came to Bombay to make a movie. Everybody wanted to become a filmmaker, a director. Right. Right. But right. what happens is uh, it used to, uh, the sector was a little unorganized. Getting a job in movies was, uh, it wasn't a corporate structure and all that. Right. What was a, a better proposition in terms of purely getting a job and work that way was television because it was more mm. regular and so on. And you didn't have to, uh, br- I mean, it was easy to break into. But the problem with television was that you would get used to the money, to the regular money. Mm. And it was good money. And so... Once you get used to that, it's very difficult to give it up. What Manish said he did was very difficult to give up because, you know, there is a lifestyle that comes with that. You get a certain type of Mm. house, you live in a certain type of area, you do certain type of things which require that steady income or, uh, you know, sort of quasi steady income to come in. And so I think it's very commendable what you did, Manish, because, you know, taking that decision in the face of security and stability and money and also people around you, you know, being completely against it, um, you know, it was a brave decision, I guess. Well, of course, when I look back at it, I have never regretted that decision, but of course, it does 
Like there have been times when I said, "Okay, okay, I could have continued for six four months or, <laughs> or something like that." But that is always a decision up in the air. If you, if I would have continued for six four months, would I have been able to leave it or not? So it it would be that kind of a thing. And then I got into this. Uh, I got an opportunity to work with international art filmmakers. So I did. So they were uh, international art filmmakers at that time. They were coming to India and they were shooting ads. So I worked with them, and that is how I got an opportunity to work with Gurinder Jada for uh, Bride Pictures. Right. It was this company called India Take One Production, which used to handle the line production in India. And uh, so uh, this was, uh, I think, uh, 2002. Bride Pictures was shot at that time, and uh, it was definitely a whole lot more fun than any other project that I had done. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was uh, because. Uh, First of all, India. It was like you are constantly staying in five-star hotels, which was like a very <laughs> different kind of an experience for somebody from my background, and uh, and it was like uh, the the amount of money that they spent. They had a around about forty-day shoot in India, mm. so they had a twenty-day shoot in Goa. 15 18 days shoot in goa then 12 days in uh, 12 15 days in amritsar and then 10 days in bombay there are three schedules and that uh, with the pre production and everything i was with that unit for like almost 5 6 months wow mm-hmm. and uh, but i had a great time working over there and uh, i began to realize that okay what kind of Money that they actually spend to make movies, <laughs> and why, uh, you know, how things start to look different, very different when when mm. when you're working on those kind of sets. And uh, at that time, I also met that guy. What was his name? Uh, that Bira Bax guy, who's Which inside guy? for the movie. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Ah, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, you met Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh. Yes, so however, had come over to meet Gurinder Chadha, and uh, he at that time they were proposing a movie with Tom Cruise with her, but yeah. of course that didn't happen. But then Harvey joined us the eighties on the table, and he had a he had lunch with us, and he was like, he was interested in knowing our perspective on Hollywood and the movies. Getting from being an AD to becoming a director, that is, I think. Uh, you know this is that's the last uh, it's like the everest climb it's the last thousand or whatever 500 meters to the summit but it's well, also well, ex- well, well uh, let me be honest with you in becoming a director is not that big a climb in remaining a director is much bigger a climb but okay. in, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyhow in this is quite a uh, in this is quite a tale in which uh is uh, about my making a movie and how i got to be the director so uh there's a friend of mine shiraz ahmed dinki who writes film like race and race 2 and okay. um natsu he has hamraz and he has a lot of big films so one day and so we used to meet up quite often have drinks and stuff like that and uh, one day he told me that i'm met this guy who wants to become a hero and i went to his home and everything over there screamed money everything over there screamed money <laughs> <laughs> so 
This guy, was... this guy had a mansion in Juhu, his father or whatever, his mm-hmm. family. And it was a three-story mansion and there was a lift inside the mansion. I had never seen a lift you, inside you a house. You mentioned mansion in Bombay, it's money. Like, forget whichever <laughs> area. It's money, man. You can't do mansion yeah, yeah. anywhere in Bombay. So, money. so, so Juhu, they, they, they were quite seriously money. rich. Uh, yeah. So, I told Shiraz, okay, then uh, introduce me to him. Because I was also looking for... <laughs> Somebody yeah. who could uh, put money in my project. Right. So he said, you know, normally he, he, they are very filmy people. His dad is a film financer. And uh, he, he won't make a film with me. So he said, okay, how does it matter? At least introduce me. Hmm. So he said, okay. So there was a script that we had written together. That was called Modern Times. Hmm. Okay, nothing to do with Charlie Chaplin's, but yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. called Modern Times. But, uh, uh, so at that time there was a music company called BMG Crescendo, yeah, which was interested. I mean, they had not said yes, but they were interested in getting into films, and they had liked the idea. So I told so this guy I went to meet him, and his name is Gautam, and I told him that boss Shindi, I have got this producer BMG Crescendo. They're going to produce this film, and uh, so Shrasvai told me that you are a perfect fit for the role. So the role was of a guy who has come from USA. Mm. Okay. So I narrated the subject to him. He liked it very much. And uh, he said, yeah, yeah, I'm interested in case whenever you guys are ready, you introduce me to them. I said, okay. So during our conversation, we got to talking and everything. And so he introduced me to another friend of his, which uh, they were uh, running a gym called Barbarian Gym, which is right. also quite yeah, a yeah, yeah. famous. Uh, yeah, it's very popular. Yeah. All the actors and everybody comes, comes over there. So those guys also wanted to produce a film. So I narrated the same script to them. So they said, okay, I like this very much and everything. So he uh, so he said, do you have another script? So I said, yeah. So there's a script that it's actually the first script that I ever wrote. It's called Chirvendra. Hmm. So I narrated that script to him. So he got completely bowled over by that script. And he said, I am producing this film. Anyhow, I'm producing this film. And uh, please give me a copy of the script. And he did some puja of that script and everything and kept it in his <laughs> mandir. So I called up Gautam and told him ki, he to did this puja and put it in the temple. So Gautam said, ki, but you didn't narrate the script to me. So I said, ki, I can narrate it to you also. But uh, hmm. there's this problem. Now, <clears throat> Gautam said, forget about them. You narrate the script to me. So I went over there. I narrated the script to him. He said, I want to do this film. I go, okay, you talk to this guy. So he said, I'll talk to him. I'll handle him. Don't worry. He went to his dad, who was a big time film financer. He said, I have found the script. I am going to do that script. So it was like, okay. So it was supposed to be a project with Gautam and Sanjay Dutt. And uh, at that time, I only used to write in English. So for the dialogue writing, we had hired this uh, guy called Piyush Mishra. He later on became a very famous yeah, writer yeah. and uh, actor also. Yep. So Piyush Mishra read the script and he uh, came over to me. Bhaijani, which picture is coming from? No. Very blunt. Very blunt. What are you talking about? Is it original? Yes, it's original. Okay. Wow. Then 
we have signed up this guy called Asim Bajaj okay uh, who's a very famous cinematographer for to do the cinematography and uh, so we gave a copy of script to Asim hmm. so Asim called me up in the next morning he said boss i'm sitting in the loo and i can't let go of the script oh wow oh wow <laughs> what is the script in your written so everybody was very happy and everything and then it was okay mk we are going to meet sanjay dad and we are going to narrate the script right so we went to film city to narrate the script to sanjay dad now of course if you now my problem was that since i had worked uh, earlier in the very commercial setup but it was not with major stars and uh, then i had worked with hollywood films where the work culture was completely different so when they told me that we i have to narrate the script sanjay dad i thought ki i have to narrate the script sanjay dad all right yeah so i went over there so for 3 days sanjay dad just kept yapping around it it's like him akshay khanna there was tinu verma and all those so it was like a gang that was sitting together in in between the shot they just used to keep yapping about they didn't use him sanjay dad was not at all keen on hearing the script so finally on the fourth day he said ki manish come narrate the script to me hmm i said okay so i started narrating so as i started narrating within 10 seconds he said hey one line mein batao <laughs> so i was like okay so now in the i was also kind of taken aback because it was in my mind i had a complete script narration prepared right right and it was like okay i'm trying to hurry it up so 30 seconds later he said nahi manish one line mein batao oh <laughs> summary ka summary so it was eventually that then ad came and said ki okay you are required for the shot so sanjay went then his secretary kali bhai came over to so sanju baba ne kaha ki wo na script khud hi pad lenge <laughs> okay ab script ki copy chhod do script ko khud hi pad lenge so i was like okay this is not going to happen definitely hmm. uh, so i went back over there and his father started accusing me you became nervous because sir i was supposed to narrate a script how was i supposed to know i was supposed to narrate a one line hmm. right so he was like nee nee abhi so he called up this very famous producer called nitin manmohan hmm. who hmm. was friend of sanjay and nitin manmohan said ki manish uh, ek kaam karo tum mere ko script suna do So after hearing that two and a half hour narration, Nitin Manmohan first thing that he said, "Ki Manish, what is the soul of the film?" So when he asked me that question, I knew immediately that he is not going to say anything positive about the script. Mm. So he said, "Sir, you can't have every movie with a soul walking inside it, now." उसने 
and uh, so his dad also says you know this is not going to happen and gautam says sorry dude inki i to tried but it didn't happen mm-hmm. okay no problem so i went up on my own journey from there on and the uh, post that says suppose like ha huh, suppose that i uh, learn that gautam has inki nitin manmohan has actually offered his dad to make a film with gautam with his partner manishankar manishankar and nitin manmohan were partners they had made movies like charlie tango and all this stuff mm-hmm. so their plan was to make a film with gautam and manishankar as a director okay. so where they can control everything so that film was shot for 15 days and then manishankar's film came which was called uh, rudraksh which was a super flop okay Oh, I remember. I remember said, this. Oh God! Oh, Ruth Rash, Don Sunil Chetty, and Vipasha Basu. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh the rat—the rat that becomes a super rat. Yeah, something like that. कुछ कुछ रावण का श्लोक पढ़ देते हैं तो वो सुनते ही कोई evil Hulk बन जाता है. That is the film, right? Yeah, that's the film which has like amazing VFX. It is the <laughs> it is the funniest film I've seen. Oh, it is. Yeah, super fun. <laughs> like, you see the blue-eyed uh, Sunil Shetty in that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that also had Sanjay Dutt. What is that? That. But the first thing I thought was Manish Shankar is not doing his work. So let's drop this project. So the father also said, "Ki chalo karo, dear karo, gaya koi baat nahi. Bacha kuch nahi hai. Let it be." Wow. first time that i got introduced to hd technology and we were going yeah. to uh, shoot the film in hd yeah. uh, which was like completely nobody knew about hd yeah. at that time hmm. and uh, and also video wasn't considered you know very uh, it was not film high level it wasn't yeah, film yeah hmm. uh, i mean uh, for good reason back in the day video wasn't technically anywhere near film and anybody who worked in video also didn't have i, I think the kind of um, technical abilities at least in terms of uh, you know comparative to filmmaking right. so I was, there was there and then there was hd of course that came but today of course everybody shoots on digital uh, rather than yeah. film but yeah no, that is the norm yeah so anyhow to make the long story short so i wrote the script we did the casting we did all the pre production we booked the locations we bought the costumes ha in case sandeep was also involved <laughs> sandeep and gaurav in the, the they were the two people yeah. who were working on the project and uh, it was like ha uh, it was 2004 holi in case just after holi we were yeah. supposed to start shooting okay and uh, a week before holi gautam 
comes up to me and he says ki my mom and dad are saying ki i can't make this so so i was yeah. like so we had already put in like 4 5 months into yeah, the project right, right. and uh, it was like ki but i said ki you said that you hmm. don't have to ask the permission you're doing it on your own right who said yeah but what can i do in case they said no <laughs> yeah so basically so, also i think <laughs> there was a time when uh, we started during this so we were on the top floor of this mansion and we were the office was there and we were working out of there so right. the first couple of months it was you know when it initially started the parents didn't know what was going on theek hai bachcha kuch kar raha hai uske kuch dost aaye hain they knew manish of course but they didn't know anybody acha theek hai kuch kar raha hai kuch to kar raha hai theek hai and then i think they went on some world tour for two months or something uh, i remember these the mom and dad took off on a world tour and yeah. that is when things really picked up i mean not it was coincidental but it was really picking up the casting had already been done we had um, you know we were experimenting with over a month there were workshop acting workshops for every scene hmm. in the meantime we were experimenting with hd we were trying to figure out how hd works on this thing and and also on post like how do you edit right. on this thing even non linear was new editing was on non linear was new i mean people uh, would i mean in television they'd work on those uh, specific machines as i said right, back in right. the day right. but non-linearing hd we were experimenting in that and for two months we did this and then i think a week so i think what i read this i don't know whether this is true but um, what we understood was that these guys came back and saw that this was i mean they thought theek hai koi pet project hai it will fizzle out or something they they thought but this was actually picking up proper, steam proper this was actually going yeah ha ye banne wala hai and, and that's and when there was they, there was another development that had happened but we came to know about that later because that is also the part of this the final which, chapter of the story <laughs> yeah which was which was so anyhow so the project fizzled out it was like i called up everybody i told them sorry this is not happening Hmm. everybody went up by their way and couple of months down the line there was an announcement that gotham is doing a film with ramgopal verma who was the roma ramgopal verma at that time yeah oh, that right time. right yeah yeah so essentially what had happened was his brother had set up a post production studio which ramu had hired oh and they had this conversation okay in about his brother and this ramu said okay, okay i'll i'll launch him So once they realize that Ramu is going to launch him, yeah, how can Gautam do this guy's project? <laughs> hmm. So this, uh, so that that's how that project project fizzled out. And so anyhow, so now six months more go down, hmm. and then one day Gautam calls me up again, and I was very surprised this time. <laughs> Why is he calling oh, me? Right, right. <laughs> so he said, "Dude, Yinki, I am doing this movie." but i am not at all happy with the director so i want you to shoot my opening sequence my introduction sequence in the film okay hmm like how am i supposed to do that in yeah, <laughs> somebody yeah. else is producing it somebody else is directing it i go and say i am directing a introduction hmm. sequence how how does this happen you know, don't worry about it we'll do it separately and then i'll show it to ramuji and if he likes it he'll keep it in the movie hmm Okay, okay, how much you pay me? <laughs> so he yeah. we agreed on some amount, and uh, he said okay. So it was supposed to be a one-day shoot, and uh, for that 
inge at that time bandra reclamation i don't know if you are familiar with it yeah, bandra yeah, yeah. recently been built it was not even fully operational okay and we put a 1 km long chroma on that bandra reclamation 1 km long 1 km long chroma and it was a biking sequence so we oh. were going to inge actually shoot the hell matrix out of it was, yeah, that was asim was doing that cinematography and everything and <clears throat> it was that kind of thing and everything was kind of in place and because it was going to be a very long day we started at 4 in the morning mm. so right. the first shot was supposed to be taken at 4 so we took the first shot at 4:15 and we shot for like 30 minutes and then it started raining oh wow okay and <laughs> I still remember the day it was 20th June 2005. And it started raining and it kept on raining the entire day. We just could not shoot after the first half and a 45 minute. Okay. And that question is still there in the film. <laughs> that we shot for. That half and a half. That is still there in the film. But it was, that is what it was. It was nothing. It was like the entire day got washed out. Him, dude, sorry, I to tried. <laughs> But hmm. it's not happening, it's not happening. What yep. do? So now the line producer of this movie comes up to me and he takes me to the that uh, vanity man. He says, Manish, uh, we have two dates of uh, KK and one day of Sherveer Vakil. Can you shoot that or two? two? So now I was kind of flabbergasted. <laughs> What are you asking me? <laughs> now I shoot scenes yeah. of the film. So he said me, well, actually, Ramu Ji has fired the other director. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so again, I negotiated a fee. And yeah. I shot for those two, three days. And once I shot for those two, three days, Ramu saw the edit. And then he offered me the movie. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Huh. so that is how that is the journey of my becoming a director it it was like a slightly convoluted one but yeah <laughs> um, but, but it, which it is a straight forward journey uh, manish i mean <laughs> unless <laughs> you're a star kid who's been touted for greatness everything mm-hmm. is a convoluted journey i guess uh, also yes, can I you tell that. if somebody wants to catch this film where can we see it and what is it called it's called go I don't know if it is on it was on geo platform that I know about okay uh, but uh, I have also not checked it in recent <laughs> I'll <laughs> I'll find it out I'll add the links in the podcast description so if you guys want to so, check it out please uh, do in case then the making of the film is a different thing and releasing of the film is a different thing so we shot the film from say July 2005 to January 2006 okay and uh, post that it took one and a half years for the film to come out yeah it was like uh, ramu was kind of obsessed with the lead heroine in that film nisha kothari so oh, yeah. he would like come and change the edit and then he would then later on he shot two songs for the film and couple Definitely. of comedy sequences for the film and they were also later on added to the film So anyhow, in case I don't have complaints because I before getting into that, I, I already knew that Ramu was going to interfere in the creative process of it. Right. But in the beginning, I felt because Ramu used to be very happy with how I shoot things. 
Mm. And he used to, so it was like a regular feature that every day, he, whoever would be there in his office, he would take take them down to my den, and oh, he would show okay. them sequence. Okay, show show him the sequence. Show him this sequence. So they would, and uh, the first uh, trailer of Go that came out in February two thousand six. So there was a Tamil hero called Sibiraj, who mm. was son of Satyaraj Katapayan. Mm. So Siviraj called up Ramu and said, "I want to work with this director." So wow. eventually, in the I got signed for that project also, but that project also fizzled out because it took so much time for Go to come out mm. that it just didn't pan out. So essentially, uh, that is when I realized that okay, you when you make a film, you have to have a creative control over the process. Right. Otherwise, right. anybody can fuck you over. Okay. So then it took me quite a while to make my second film, uh, and it was like uh, my career was kind of dead in the water because Shinki Go was a disaster, and uh, uh, it had come two weeks after Ram Gopal Verma ki Aag. Oh, oh God! Oh, right. Uh, so the backlash of that movie had literally killed whatever vibe the movie had. It had killed the whatever vibe the movie had, and it was like everybody was ready to. Pounds upon it. Okay, okay, it's it's a terrible film. I mean, I don't think it's a great film, but it's not a terrible film. No. <laughs> When compared to Ramu ki Aag, so it's for sure. Like as you said, I mean, Go didn't work commercially, and so on, and there was not very positive, uh, you know, news about it in the industry and all that. So, how does somebody who's a director, you know, spend time during this? downtime of course you're writing scripts and you're meeting people and so on and so forth but you know how do you keep yourself like inspired and and motivated to yeah. go ahead and you know keep doing what you're doing motivation is can only be yourself you get us it cannot be anything external it has to come from inside you and was like so as i gave my short intro yani i am on discovery of being a filmmaker <laughs> so yani for me it is always that it doesn't matter if i have not been able to make a film But I will continue to strive to do so. Yep. Hmm. Wow. And whatever sir, sir, come here. I again. I think I'm gonna just gonna add on to Sandeep's questions and as well. Like mm-hmm. when you were hitting the roadblocks as you mentioned mm-hmm. for the movie and for your script as well. Mm-hmm. How do you pull out pull yourself out from that ditch, right? You know, because again, I am not in that creative field, so I might not be able to understand that better. But probably both of you would be able to tell. Like once it gets Oh, you have prepared, prepared, prepared. You have spent your six months down the line, and you know your whole year, half a year, just doing that. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, one someone pulls the plug on it. Might be producer, might be the studio or something. How do you mm-hmm. cope up with that? Like, how would you? I don't know. Get over it. I think I don't know. See, Lack I, of better. I words. think you get used to it because okay. What what do you have? Giving uh, whatever I have narrated to you in terms of what has happened. Because there were. Ten more incidents that happened. Maybe not for six months, right. for a month, for fifteen days, for a, two months. You get it does something like this. You get there was a company called Nirvana Music, which uh, Nimbus had started. Yeah. Nimbus Sports, right? And it was supposed to be a mm. huge company and everything. And uh, they hired me to direct a series of music videos. Okay. Uh, which was like in give one single story with similar same actors and that will continue for three four episodes like so so three four songs right and right. Uh, 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 just one sec uh, i need to correct myself the 
the project in which I assisted Manish, where we got that uh, top-down list with all the V, you know, all the camera angles and everything. Uh, not the one where his brother and I uh, screwed up. This was the one later. That was for a music video, not an ad film. Sorry. Yeah, that would uh, be for Rahul Dev's music video. Yeah, Rahul Dev. Yeah, yeah. So, anyhow, so the thing is this, in the, over there, in the, we had cast uh, Sushma Reddy, Neetu Chandra, and uh, there was a male model called Tarun, uh, Tarun Anandi or some, something like that. Well, he was a very famous model at mm-hmm. that time. And it was like, they were, it was in the back and forth, you're going for a month, month and a half, you're back and forth with the script and everything. And everything is now finalized. And uh, then you shoot a uh, promo for it. Right. There was one day they called me up, Manish, there's this World Cup happening. And if you can shoot something tomorrow, so I'll we'll put it on the World Cup thing. Mm. So a promo kind of a thing. And right. so I actually... Uh, India, I couldn't get a cinematographer at that time. So I shot it myself. I did it, everything, and made it, and then uh, put it, they put it on the air also. So it was that big okay. thing in India at that time. You could, that's going to be a major project. And then one day, it just simply ended. Oh. It ended. <laughs> so you can't, whom do you find? <laughs> that's true. Whom do I, you find? <laughs> what I'm getting is then you expect it as part of the job. Like you do it. You know, you go into yeah, that we, mindset that it might yeah, might we, not happen. We make preps, we make, it gets like we talk to somebody and just very excited about the project and everything. So now it is like initially when somebody else gets excited, you used to get excited also. Now you don't True. get excited. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you are excited. Good. <laughs> Let's see what you're exci- like, excited. Once about it's released, then I'll show my excitement. That's that's uh, my thing. Yeah. See, I, yeah. Well, I think the takeaway from this is that in this line of work, at eight. I, at no point is it a done matter. You know, nothing is done. excitement somebody has signed the dotted line yeah. Even that doesn't matter to a lot. Like this Gotham's father, there's so much money. Can't you imagine that amount of money? But yeah, you shoot the thing that still may not matter. Post pe na jaye. Post pe ho gaya to phir, And these this is these are stories that will come up later. Um, so I think the takeaway is here. Yeah, I mean, the the only uh, in Bollywood and as in life, the only true things are death and taxes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes not even yeah. taxes, and sometimes there, not there, even death. <laughs> there was an old proverb when I had come to Bombay. Na, there was an old proverb which was, "Ki Bombay mein survive karne ke liye aapke paas patthar ka dil aur lohe ke jute hone chahiye." ಸರ್ವೈವ್ಯೂ telling people that hey this is the script and you were narrating them what's the was the ip like what stopped them from not do you like against i'm thinking how couldn't they copy your script and they couldn't they you know refer it and do something See, but... one can never know one can never know in they can copy the script they can copy a scene they can copy a idea right. they can do that they can do that in there's no way to stop them 
it's mainly trust like because the guy you mentioned kept the script did the puja in his mandir ah, so you, you have to believe in them na because you are not in a position of power you, you, are, you right. don't have money to invest in right so you have right. to believe in them give me you... he really wants to do this yeah you can actually even go and do things like re- register the yeah, script yeah, but yeah. still <laughs> they'll change a couple of things like there's this story ki somebody made a film like shole and somebody said are ye to shole nahi nahi hamari heroine to rickshaw mein bhag gayi are shole ka shole ke to inki any how in ye comes up 20 25 remake to between 70s and 80s banayi hai ah everybody wanted to make a shole ki wo bhagi thi basanti bhagi thi घोड़ा गाड़ी में हमारी हीरोइन तो ऑटो में गई थी इसलिए इट्स अ डिफरेंट फिल्म यू नो सो यू नेवर नो देल ट्वीक वन और टू थिंग्स एंड एंड सो इवन आई मीन इट्स ट्रस्ट व्हाट एल्स कैन यू से ओके आई मीन मेक्स इट एंड यू हैव नो चॉइस यू यू डोंट हैव अ चॉइस नो या या यू यू आर ट्राइंग टू सेल योर वर्क राइट सो यू हैव टू यू कांट बी लाइक नहीं नहीं बहुत सीक्रेटिव है मैं तेरे को बताएगा नहीं कांट डू दैट राइट या so now i want to get to this um, uh, i know piyush that you know there are a series of questions that you no, also I have thought of but i want to get into the let it go out for toss i think i like this yeah. let's do uh, this this is a story that i think um, deserves either its own movie or its own series because uh, it it is the story of the making of a movie uh, a blog which is about it also Yeah, yeah and he's written about it and oh by the way i uh, uh, piyush uh, watched i did charli ke chakkar mein uh, a few days ago so the story behind i mean charli ke chakkar mein is a, is a nice film i really like that film uh, and i you know it obviously uh, i was involved in it in various ways um, but i was involved in it in ways that uh, you know people may not even know um, so uh, i think in i mean i let me preface this and then of course manish can continue this, i mean i can elaborate on the story so in in 2010 or something manish called me and he says yaar yaad hai tumhe maine wo ek ek one pager diya tha ek ek detective ek mystery thriller ke bare mein so i remember in 2003 when i was assisting him he had given me this one pager and and it was called shanakh investigation right, and he had right. like seen one one single line seen two one single line like i think he learned from sanjeev dad ki client mein sab ke one line batao sab ka one line to one line likha hua hai and i i so he says do you have an essay dhoondta hu and i i remembered it being as a being a soft copy he mail kiya tha inhone so i looked at my old like some defunct email address and all that usme kuch nahi so i called him back and i said नहीं मेरे पास है नहीं मैंने तुम्हें हार्ड कॉपी दिया था मैंने कहा अच्छा एंड आई डेंट आई रिमेंबर इट डिफरेंटली ठीक है यार मतलब हो सकता है देन अ फ्यू मंथ्स लेटर आई मीन केरला एंड एज आई टोल्ड यू इन आवर वेरी फर्स्ट एपिसोड दैट वेन एवर आई एम डन विद सर्टन स्टैक ऑफ बुक्स स्टफ आई सेंड इट बैक टू माई होम इन केरला वेर इट्स गुड तो जस्ट फॉर नोस्टालिया and it had it was said chanakh and i was like yeah oh i said yes it was a hard copy <laughs> so i took a photo or whatever it was and i sent it to him and that is i mean so there is a story behind the making of the movie called charlie ke chakkar mein uh, which is manish's second film and i'll let him tell the story because i think the story of the making is at least as interesting as the actual film is okay so in the post 2007 after go had come and gone i had gotten in partnership with a friend of mine and i had gone to chennai 
and we were going to produce couple of Tamil Tamil songs, okay. which was sounded like a very sound business proposition at that time, but uh, it didn't pan out like how I thought it would be, and kind of I lost whatever money I had saved, and then I came back to Bombay. Okay. So one day we were in Bombay, and I was at a friend's house. And uh, it was that kind of a day. One friend had made mutton and <laughs> we were having mutton and there were beers and everything. So it was like, yep. everybody was just chilling out. Right. So there was a friend of mine uh, uh, who's an actor, Sumit Nejavan. He said, Manish sir, why don't you do a job? Why don't you make a film? I have two months of dates. Okay. So another actor, Amit Sial, he said, yes, I have two months of and uh, there was a cinematographer, Dimpy uh, O'Broy, and he said, Sir, I'm Okay. So, in a sense, at that moment, it clicked to me that making a film is not about getting money, it is get, getting people together. All right. So, that is when I decided, ki, okay, I'm going to make a film. With my friends. Hmm. That's how it is going to pan out. So there was this idea that I had written, which was like partly found footage camp, uh, found footage narrative and partly uh, investigation film, hmm. which uh, I had made a one line of and written it at that time. And so I had passed it on, given it to Sandeep, I guess. And, uh, and he... Thankfully, found it also and gave me <laughs> And it's fortunate. It's fortunate that he gave it to me because there was no other copy of this. Uh, <laughs> even this one line, there was no oh, script. Wow. It was the only copy that was existing was with me. And you yes. sent it off to Kerala. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. He did, I asked him also a couple of times. I thought it was a very interesting uh, concept. So during the intervening time between 2003 and 2010, I did ask him, so I did ask him, I thought it was really, but then sort of like petered out of our, my consciousness, definitely. And I never thought that the guy who wrote the uh, one-liners would not have a copy of it himself. He's <laughs> one of those keepsakes. So yeah, yeah. So anyway. th- there, there was a very conscious decision why I wanted to make that film was because since I knew that I did not have any money, so found footage can be shot as a gorilla film. Right. And right. the investigation portion was essentially inside rooms. True. So hmm. it was a conscious decision that okay, we are going to make a film with that kind of a budget. So of course, once we wrote the script and everything, we went. Me and Amit Shal, we were very good friends at that time. And so we went around meeting different producers and stuff like that. And they, we were trying to convince them to put in, say, something like a crore rupees into that project. Okay, it's a, only a crore rupee project. And it's like, but of course, he, nobody was going to invest in crore rupees on that kind of an experimental film. So finally, I... Uh, uh, Amit Shal that he mentioned, Amit Shal that he mentioned is, uh, is actually one of... As you mentioned, no, the art film type of actors. He's very famous. He's in Inside, he's in Jamtara, he's in Inside mm-hmm. Edge. Uh, he's in quite a few movies also. He was in Love, Sex, Thoka. So he's a very, very good I actor. I love that guy. He's a writer. Good. He's very good. 
Ja, ja. Anyway. Okay, 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 okay. Abhi karo. So anyhow, anyhow, uh, so that was a conscious decision, and so I finally mortgaged my flat and picked up twenty lakh rupees. Okay. So exactly nineteen lakh twenty five thousand rupees because seventy five thousand was cut cut as six month interest. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and we went about making the film, and uh, initially, of course, there were other actors involved in the project. Rajkumar Rao was supposed to do one one of the principal characters, and Nawaz was supposed to do one of the principal characters. Oh. So, of course, they had their own uh, uh, problems and they had their own commitments, so they backed out of the budget. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> but we didn't have anyone anybody for the principal role of that Pujari, the investigator, who was going to do it. All right. So. <clears throat> Uh, we had uh, at that time Amit used to work with uh, Mr. Nasiruddin Shah for uh, his theatre company. Oh, okay. So he went to Nasir Shah and said, "He let's uh, can you read the script?" So Nasir Shah said, "Okay, I'll read the script." And uh, so a week later or two weeks later, he asked him, "Ki have you read the script?" सुशांत Of course, anyway, since we were not paying any actors, everybody was working for free. So Sushant had essentially agreed to work for free. Hmm. But then, ten uh, fifteen uh, days before, anyway, he got an offer to do a movie, which was a big budget movie, and of course, he was going to get a lot of money for that. So he backed away from it. He said, "Can't do it." So we were back to the square one. Okay, we are just searching for the principal character. And then one day, anyway, I still remember the twentieth August. uh he uh, amit was uh, driving back from pune and uh, he got a call from nasir sir hmm. and uh, nasir sir said ki yaar main tumhari wo script dobara padh raha tha inki interesting to bahut hai par log abhi baatein bahut zyada kar rahe hain to amit ne kaha ki sir wo jo aapne version padha tha wo to inki ab to usko likhe hue kaafi time ho gaya ab to uske baad humne baatein bhi kam kar di hain aur ye bhi kar diya hai Hmm. अच्छा तो तुम चाहते क्या हो मेरे से मेरे से रोली करवाना चाहते हो ना हाँ <laughs> <laughs> <आ>, सर <laughs> तो कौन सा रोल सर पुजारी का हम्म तो कितने दिन का काम है तो उस उस वक्त वॉज लाइक फोर डेज और फाइव डेज वर्क फोर डेज फाइव डेज तो उन्होंने कहा कि अरे पिक्चर बना तो लोगे ना ये बड़ा कॉन्फिडेंटली बोल दिया हाँ सर बिल्कुल बना लेंगे तो सर अच्छा ठीक है तो करते हैं ना उसमें क्या तो इट वाज जस्ट लाइक दैट सेड कि ओके आई एम डूइंग इट सो अमित कॉल्ड मी अप देन वी वेंट ओवर मेट हिम एंड ही Had a lot of questions regarding the script and everything, and it was like, okay, I'm on board with the project. Hmm. 
ഗോഡിംഗ് <laughs> <laughs> said obviously of course why not i mean he knew that i always like to be in front of camera lekin shakal aise hai to koi rakhta hi nahi samne to anyway a talent bhi kam hai wese by the way but he says yeah theek hai i mean sandeep can't be involved as an assistant uh, to me hai kuch to main usko deta hu so he wrote a small role for me so i said okay so this was with nasir so now when you see the movie hmm. there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens uh, before in the guerrilla in the found yeah. footage and there's a whole bunch that happens with nasir and the investigation and the two are mutually exclusive so my role as hmm. you saw was, uh, was supposed to be as a uh, forensic yeah, analyst yeah, or whatever guy, yeah. thing right <laughs> yeah the tech guy and so on uh so he says then uh, originally on all this uh, one day he comes and shayad tumhare sare role irfan khan ke sath honge then shayad tum tum nawaz siddiqui ke sath ho then finally he said uh, you know nasir sir is asking me and so he says we are going for a narration so there were only four people he was acting with one was the goon who had been caught who's the only guy mm-hmm. who was caught uh, one was the female who was the yeah. inspector and one was mm-hmm. me so we sort of will all go and the three of us and manish and amit we went off one fine morning 10 am we went to nasir sir's house at peri road in bandra and we sat down we were chatting and he said theek hai abhi sunao um, and so manish started narrating now as you saw at that time i was not narrating it was actually at that time he had read the script but he had lot of yeah, questions yeah. So yeah, correct. So basically, actually 100 questions that whether he would i mean ostensibly this was that ki mujhe nahi samajh aa raha ye script to mujhe samajh nahi aaya bahut pechida tum samjhao mujhe and all that mm-hmm. whatever but i don't th- what i th- felt and what i understood at that time was nasiruddin shah was trying to understand does this guy know his uh, script does this guy know what he wants right. to make and does he know his script you know because that is most important in a director no i mean nasiruddin shah knowing the script is one thing but that's not his vision yeah, it's the director's true. vision so i felt that Uh, you know that uh, way of looking at it is and that's how he would like uh, try to uh, judge a un um, tested director is that um, ye bande ko jo script bol raha hai ya jo jo narration de raha hai does he know what he's talking about so if it's a complicated script and i'm asking all these questions does he have to consult things and dekho acha ye kahan pe tha not at all i mean every question manish had that those people living in his head rent free <laughs> and those so that was one and and the moment that conversation was over it was like yes sir this film i could see it in his eyes yeah yeah he's satisfied mm. that manish is the real deal one then he's having conversations with the other the actors right which is me and these other two so the guy who's playing the goon he's an nsd oh, graduate okay. 
the girl who's playing the cop is a FTII graduate and I am me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he goes to the NSD. Now Nasir has been, has studied in both and has been, you know, in NSD and FTII. So he goes and speaks to the NSD guy and speaks. Then he goes to this girl and speaks about FTII. Then he comes to me and says, so are you also from, uh, you know, from NSD or FTI? And I said, no, sir. And so, yeah, we do a little reading. So we do a couple of, read out a couple of scenes, you know, and try to make it as acting as mm. possible. And I do my my best. So he's like, be acting. Are you from this? I said, no, sir, I'm acting for the first time. And he was like, the expression was like, oh, Mm, that was a fine job. You did a really good job. I am Calling telling you, Piyush, yeah. I have got I have got a few compliments in my life. I have never got a... I was walking on sunshine for the remainder of the Coming year. Coming in from Nasiruddin like I think, yeah, for sure, dude. Sorry to interrupt, but I had to say it. Anyway, no. uh, please continue. It was very funny and that would happen. It was actually a two-day reading. It was not a one-day reading. It was two-day reading. So on the second day, and the day after that, there was going to be the shoot. So as we were like... Going out of the door, suddenly Nasir sir stops me and asks me, Manish, you are from Banakyur. So I was like, kind of, up to yeah, reading me, rehearsal me, up to you, you are from Banakyur. I have a question. So Manish sir, you have a good script, you have a good film, you have a good film, but you have a good film, 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 you have a good film. लोगो को समझ में केस लाइक दैट होल ऑफ दैट वाई ब्रॉड ऑफ दैट आर्ट सनमा बट इज वेल राइट लाइक दैट होल एटीज नाइनटीज टू थाउजेंड एंड देन वंस यू स्टार्टेड सींग like you know these films that made you think that's what you wanted mm-hmm. to watch mm-hmm. that's what it is today right no so see i remember a conversation i don't think and this was i think during the shoot and i don't think manish was there and was shooting and we were faffing around with <laughs> nasir sir but he said something that he says you know never make a film for your next film You know, he ne- he says never make a film ki ye mera entry hai, lekin mera ek script hai jo main ek baar ye successful ho jaye to dusra koi kam make a make this film for this film. All right. And he gave an example of Ketan Mehta, mm. and he was I mean we were dropping all these names about people that I have no idea about, only heard about. But this is what he said. He says Ketan Mehta made Mirch Masala because he wanted to make Mangal Pandey. Mm. You know that. he was aiming at that mangal pande all through you're not making a film for i mean eventually you want to when you when you're making this film make it for this film because you want to tell this story not because of any extraneous factors ki ha ye hit ho jayega ya ye chal jayegi to fir koi aur aayega aur mujhe apna dusra film don't do that and that is something that he says you know i don't like that and i will only support directors who are making a story because they want to tell that or making a film because they want to tell that story and i think that was very telling in how this thought process was but then that makes sense goes. right when he compared this movie with uh, you know tarantino or a nolan where they don't give a shit what next film they are going to come out with they think that okay fine i'm if i'm making the hateful eight and i'm going to make that if i'm making an inception i'm going to make that right and i think it makes sense like that tama and honestly like when you were describing about nasuddin shah and the what things that he has spoken it it does it seems very natural i think yeah he would have done that yeah he would have asked you this questions no he would have said ki kya mujhse role kya karwana chahiye like yeah it makes sense like you know he's not he, he, he might have done that 
I think that's that's the beauty of it, right? And that's and that shows up in the film. That's what I was telling uh, Sandeep also that when I saw it, mm-hmm. it it first of all it looked ahead of its age, you know. Like if you would have mm-hmm. again my my perception, it's it's my thing that if you have released it like in the next in this last three years, it might have been a mm-hmm. I don't know talk of the town. People would talk more about it. The reason is the way it's it looks. the way it behaves the way people are more open to oh yeah this might you know this is something that does happen we do shoot from our phones because you know it's it's the instagram life or you know life right you you record everything that you're doing you 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 are doing selfies and you're doing that again my but it for me it was it didn't felt that i didn't feel out of place i didn't felt that yeah no this didn't age well for me this aged perfectly so uh, <laughs> my perception <laughs> See, of course, in 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 2011, we, we nobody knew about the revolution of social media that was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not of this, not at uh, this scale. Uh, not yeah. at this speed and the scale. But of course, see, the thing is, it was an idea and it uh, fructified into something. And I'm always, I'll you know, whether the film worked or not, didn't work. It doesn't matter to me. And uh, in the when it was getting released, and they had called me for interviews and stuff like that. So I told them at that time also, it doesn't matter to me whether the film works or not works. In the for me, the biggest victory is getting so many people together and creating a project, and that is going to release in one thousand screens, which is a huge release for a this ticket film. So that is the victory for me. It doesn't matter if does not makes money. It makes money. Even though, of course, it makes makes money, so even get will give me some advantage. But again, uh, that was not the primary purpose of it. So, I mean, these are the numbers I know that the film, entire film, was made in some twenty two, twenty three, twenty five lakh rupees. Cost copy cost was thirty five lakh rupees. Even if there was another person uh, who had come in to put in the post production money, okay, uh, called Karan Arora. So the first copy cost was thirty five lakh. Yeah. And then everything else. Then everything else was marketing. They shot a couple of music videos for the uh, film, like a promo <laughs> music video. Yeah, it was. I think. And did you shoot it? No, no, no. I didn't. Did you? Didn't. Yeah. So this producer came after the film was made. This guy came in and said, "I like this film. I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna get make sure it gets released or not." Because that is yeah. the one thing that I think filmmakers can't do: get it out into right. release. you know and you know so there was this guy who picked it up and then eventually he he had a very different idea of the film from what manish had is what i feel because uh, there were a couple of music videos and all that that were promoting the film which wasn't basically what i think what as far as i know and as far as i know manish what the music videos were correct and first time i've gone to a movie premiere yeah. and i was part of the cast i mean i worked in a bollywood channel before so i've been to movie premieres but i was always the guy who was shooting other people in i this was i was there was a red carpet i was on the red carpet ah. i was part of the cast of the film i was not the main cast obviously but yeah i still had a role oh and and the movie was released and best best part for me ndtv had a review of the film and they mentioned me by name they said as uh, as an uh, sanket pujari's uh, uh, sidekick Sandeep Vasudevan elicits a few chuckles, <laughs> and I I was I used to do stand up at that time. I said, "Yar, koi mere stand up ke baare mein bhi ye bolte tha." 
I was not supposed to be funny role, <laughs> so I don't know why I elicited a few chuckles. But yeah, there was that. It, it, uh, it, it, yeah. it was there at the moment on the set. It was like how that camera developed between the characters, though. So you could make yeah. okay, okay, okay. This is a moment to create that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Be- best. Yeah, and, you know, I remember my. Yeah, scene. I remember. Sorry, I'm just about to hmm. brought up that one scene, like where Rasudin Shah asked, "Is it okay? Enhance? Not can do? Like it was more CIS. Okay, enhance. So that it changes. No, sir. That one is not possible. So the technology is what? My favorite was obviously I had one scene which was outside all this where he and I are talking about. You know, uh, I asked him, "Like, you know, why did they do it? Why did they do it?" So we shot that scene. I remember there was one part where Nasir improvised. He was like, "Tum hote to tum aise nahi karte any punches me in the tummy." So first time he did that, then we wanted he had we had to do another take. So either he or I stepped back like half a foot. So next time he did that, he couldn't reach me. So he almost lost his balance, <laughs> tried to punch me in the stomach. <laughs> then the third take we did was brilliant take. Okay, perfect take. Everything was okay. We were almost about to. Changes. Uh, I mean, Manish was almost about to change everything when suddenly the DOP comes and says something to him, and he comes around and he tells. And there was a break between second, um, you know, slight break between the second take and the third take. And suddenly Manish goes to Nasir sir and says, "Sir, mustache." <laughs> Nasir forgot. So I think he was having chai and he had a stick on mustache. So he took it off, had the chai, then forgot to wear it. And nobody saw the director, the guy who standing in front of him, he himself. Nobody saw it, and so we did the take. It was a perfect take. And then the DOP says, "Sir, uh, uh, Manish, you moochi ni pehli." That's a good one. Again. The yeah. continuity thing—that's something that you know we can we can talk about it for ages about how yeah. we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's very funny. Yeah, one time. Uh, he had three days to shoot, and I think at the end of the second day, we were like, we were all said, my my, I had only one day of work with him, so I I sat down and we were just chilling, and uh, one day we were like, sir, kaise chal? अरे यार कितना काम करवाते हो तुम खुद से? And this is Nasiruddin Shah saying, यार कितना काम करवाते हैं यार? सुबह से लेके शाम तक इतना तो मैंने इतने डायलॉग तो मैंने ज़िंदगी में नहीं याद किए. And it was a lot of work for him. Three days we had to pack everything, and he also understood. ये तीन दिन के लिए ही पैसे हैं स्टूडियो के चौथा दिन हम नहीं शूट कर सकते जो करना इसी में करो यू नो तो एनीवे या सो फाइनली द फिल्म वाज मेड एंड इट वाज रिलीज्ड एंड आई थिंक वील पुट अ लिंक टू दिस मूवी इन द शो नोट्स सो एवरीबडी हुज लिसनिंग प्लीज गो एंड टेक अ लुक एट दिस फिल्म वॉच दिस फिल्म इट इज रियली एन इंटरेस्टिंग फिल्म टू watch and not just because i'm in it <laughs> that's probably the last reason you should watch it uh, but uh, please watch this film it's a really nice film and you will enjoy it and it's great fun anyway i i, I, I think in, we did get mixed reviews about the film and there were certain people who praised it quite a lot and there certain people who didn't like it at all but being the hmm. most telling thing was in how people reacted on uh, book my show So when book my show, you know, people have this thing that uh, when you book book a ticket of a movie, and when you go back to uh, book a ticket at book my show, so they ask you to rate the previous movie. All right. So over there, forty percent of people had rated it one star. So it's like a terrible film. Oh, okay. And forty percent people had rated it five star. Oh, okay. <laughs> so which was like <laughs> very very divided audience, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, I I think in which I later on realized also that it was a slightly more complicated narrative than 
people are in the generally they go to watch a movie and they don't really want to go into that kind of complicated narrative but theek hai it's like in the made it you were happy with that and me came out with it i think it's one of those films that will be discovered like 10 years after it was released and suddenly people will say are yaar ye to cult classic hai you know that it never got love when it actually came yeah, out that's why i was saying right like that's what's happening now like that's when i watched it now it is related now i can relate to it because i've seen people on their phones recording their every single moment in life this wasn't back in 2015 for sure yeah. there was no vlog yeah. I think that's what I'm saying. Like now, you see it. You see, like now, nah, it it kind of makes sense to me. Probably back then, people would have thought, "Yeah, who records? You know, your party going mm-hmm. on. Who records this? I don't know. <laughs> perception. I have seen it. My stamp of approval is there, which I don't know yeah, how, yeah. how much it makes. Yeah. How much it means. <laughs> but please do go check it out. So yeah, um, I think that was the high yep. point of this conversation. <laughs> uh, the film is out. Please watch the film. And uh, Manish, I mean, I think. after this conversation uh, the world also gets to know you as i see you okay, uh, yeah. which is with a lot of a lot respect <laughs> and uh, yeah uh, you know uh, and a lot of gratitude for whatever you've done for me and helped me out and so well, on it's like um, all it's a journey and it's all like whoever are the people that come <laughs> along they all become part of it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and i i mean i haven't got a chance to show him yet but i have become a much better assistant director <laughs> than i used to be back in 1997 i don't know scripts yeah i mean piyush i'm telling you we used to have days where manish is shooting a scene and okay so there is one script with him and there is no right. other script so one page of that script is being shot uh so one of us say i am on the set and mayur is back at the uh, where where the where we are staying at the hotel figuring out the next page <laughs> okay so he gets that page he runs back and he gives that page and in the meantime that shoot is over i rush back to the uh, hotel to get oh the next God. page so we've done all of that so from there to now 25 years this has been maturity, a journey and, uh, maturity yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, it's it was amazing. Like coming from an outsider point of view, who and again, when you guys were taking names, I'm like I was getting starstruck quite a bit. And uh, it's 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 amazing. Again, it was an amazing conversation. Like I'm still trying to reel my like I still have my energy pumped up for the day. Like okay, I think I might need to check out few more films. Uh, one last question, Manish. Yeah. So. What for the future? What films yep. are, are in the pipeline? What is your plan? What is are you planning? I I know about Chirnindra. So are you planning to resurrect that one of these See, days? Chirnindra, though uh, I have kind of uh, completely rewrote it into another script now. So of course, in game still called Chirnindra, and uh, because in game at the time that I wrote it first, it that was in ninety seven, and for ten fifteen years it was that script only. In game, of course, there were hmm. changes, but in game. a uh, couple of years back i decided that if i want to make it then i have to actually reboot the script right so i have rebooted yeah. the script i have made it do something else but the thing is is that it is still not a script that uh, which could be part of that assembly line process so yeah. that i'll have to figure out how to go about it but in the meanwhile you know there is some for alvida janu that we are planning to make and uh, it looks like it might be go the way of charlie gain that kind of independent production only and uh, so if you need a character actor fly <laughs> over <laughs> you know uh, i have got a i've been told by nasiruddin shah that i'm a fine actor so yeah yeah 
Of course. There's... So, um, those are my credentials. And if you, you want deep baritone podcast voice, I'm always <laughs> there. Don't worry. Definitely. I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll deepen my voice. Well like, yeah. <laughs> uh, good luck for everything, Manish. I really hope, uh, you know, uh, you know, then, uh, I, I mean, I know another film will come out. I really hope to be a part of it in some way or the other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and please, please do let me know uh, so that we'll have another conversation with you about yep, that yep. film that you're going to make or whatever projects you're come, that are going to come up. I would love like our listeners, how they can reach out to you, you know, have, again, I'm not going to ask them to ping you, but like, you know, <laughs> just how they can see your work, how they can see the amount of experience you've had, if they want to, you know. See, see you know? I, 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 I had shared the blog spot so you can, uh, with Sandeep, so you can message me over there also. And uh, otherwise, even my Facebook profile. <laughs> what <do you laughs> cool. I yeah, like that it. blog is a story, is the story of the making of uh, uh, Charlie Ki Chakkar. Like so it. we'll share that in the show yep, notes yep, as well. Yep. So please go through this. I'll give you better, more detailed, more nuanced idea of how it was to make this film. Yeah, yeah. It was like, and, it was like a step-by-step. Step. It was definitely a step-by-step step process. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you very much, Manish. Yeah, and um, thank you. Very, okay, I'll go oh, back yeah. to my podcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Batoki Therapy 2. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you did, or even if you didn't, please let us know. Uh, follow us on all the social channels on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Truth Social, Reddit, <laughs> Mastodon, uh, is there Weibo, China Weibo, we are on China Luckily as well. Luckily MySpace has gone um, off, otherwise you would have said that also. Yeah. There, is a, there is a new uh, social media that only people at the International Space Station can access, we are on that as well. Uh, so it's called Spacebook. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Manish is reconsidering yeah. his decision. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the conversation with Manish Shivastav. Uh, we'll put a link to the film. I'm again saying, please watch this movie. It, you will not regret it. And uh, thank you very much. And we'll see you next time with another interesting conversation. Uh, until then, Yush. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.